0: take it easy dude but take it welcome to the naked dialogue podcast this is your host Sanjana Singh and today we have a naked dialogue so by standalone episode I mean I'm just going to be reflecting on the last year except just like not posting on social media but actually posting a podcast about it (laughs) because I feel like you know just sometimes just being in a room by yourself, even if I don't upload this, you know, this whole exercise of me just talking and reflecting for a second, it's very helpful. Highly, highly recommend it. It's not crazy to just be in your room by yourself and talk to yourself. It's not. It's really helpful sometimes. And so, you know, now I see all these people, you know, recapping their 2020 with all the, you know, best moments that happened. I want to take a different route. I want to talk about all the trouble stuff that happened this year, because as much as I appreciated the positive moments within this chaotic year, I think it's very important to think about the other stuff because the other stuff needs more recognition. That's what I think. So, you know, this year started, you know, it was January till, you know, March 15th, pretty much. I was like in different countries, having the time of my life. I had an amazing birthday. Because twenty ninth February was this year, like last year, and so I was so happy about it, and like I had an incredible time until March fifteenth. I remember, just walking in and, you know, like my roommate telling me about the virus, right, and I'm like what, and I look it up, and everything that I'm like looking at is like oh it's a like common cold, you can literally catch it, it's like highly transmutable, and you know, you have to wear masks, you have to socially distance and stuff like that. And then, you know, you would see all these uh, medical literature that was being published back in March about like death toll and stuff like that. And at that time, a lot of people were dying because we had no idea how to control it because it just started, right? And so I was like, this is crazy. And I was in a very paranoid um, state of mind. And I was like, I have to get out of Europe because like Europe was like the epicenter so i took a flight i remember to tel aviv and that whole you know march 15th so i guess 17th because i do remember my whole journey being just a 48 hour or maybe even you know more than 48 hour trip i was at four different international airports um prague russia moscow i mean um tel aviv mumbai ahmedabad So Ahmedabad is like the domestic city in India, right, within Gujarat. So, you know, crazy, you know, like a lot of of places I was in. And then, you know, also the road travel and stuff. And I just remember, you know, I was not in a good state back then. Like March 15th was a huge shock to me. I was completely paranoid, went in. And I remember, you know, just being in Tel Aviv because they had passed a law that, you know, just literally one hour before my flight landed that they're only going to allow citizens to come in. And I remember being so angry. I remember being so angry, but only now I understand why I was so angry. It wasn't because something this spontaneous has happened. It was because I was living in this bubble of, you know, just positive outlook that I had no capacity at all to fight this instantaneous crisis situation, right? And I remember just being... Like what should I do now? Like you know, I was super paranoid. I was like, I have to get out. I have to you know, uh, do this. And with all that energy, there was a repressed sense also coming out. Like you know, I was I was like, oh shit! That person said something to me you know like two months ago, and like that was not cool. So this is how you know that you've been repressing stuff. And so whenever something really bad happens, it all just comes out, right? So I remember being at the airport, like crying my eyes off like you know crazy and like I'm like what should I do I have no idea where should I go so take a take a flight to my back home right because like that's what you're gonna do that's all you can do you know and so <laughs> I remember feeling like yeah, you know like your own country is probably like the only country which is gonna take you uh just like in, in the spur of the moment thought and I remember the months of like from March 15th to a good, you know, two to three months, you know, probably like till June or something like that, I was, I was absolutely out of it. And when I say I was absolutely out of it, I was like, I was not aligned psychically, you know, I was, I was completely chaotic. But there was so much, there was so much I learned, there was so much. So that, that way I'm thankful for you know, all the lockdowns and stuff, because I really got time to just sit in the room by myself and reflect, just reflect on every single thing that has happened, because I have gone down the YouTube rabbit hole, and I read this book for like four hours now, so I feel like, you know, you get tired, and now you're in your bed, because I used to be super hyperactive during that time, because I didn't want to think, and so when it finally got to the point where I started thinking, it was like, oh, damn, like, I, I hadn't processed so much stuff, like, how am I living with all this new doses? like, just deeply, deeply, you know, hidden with beneath me, or underneath me, <laughs> or no, wait, hidden underneath me, yeah, that sounds good, and so, I was like, this is not okay, you know, like, I should totally process it, and it it was a whole three to four months of healing, and, you know, during those three to four months, I was always looking for people to blame, so I was, like, victimizing myself, and, like, oh, it's that person's problem, or, you know, it's that girl's problem, or, you know, someone did that, or it's that organization that, you know, is doing this, or just blaming everything, just projecting, pure projection, and one day, one magical day, right, I wake up, And all of a sudden, there's a thought in my head that all of this shit, all of this neurosis lies within me. Like, I'm the one who's been creating all these problems most of the times, most of the times. And I just don't want to deal with it. So I take the easy route out and I project or I don't care about it at all. And that's bad. That's psychically bad for you. Like, mind and brain, you know, go along with each other so much that our body is just not a physical entity, it's literally, I feel like sometimes it's more of a psychical entity than it's a physical entity. And so if your mind is not organized, you're not going to be organized, there's a whole psychosomatic stuff going on there. And I remember, you know, my eating patterns were pretty bad, and stuff like that. So I, I always used to think, you know, why am I not eating so much, because I've been repressing this thing. And some or the other way, subconsciously, it's been affecting my eating habits. And so I feel like, you know, one should always reflect. And so that's what I'm doing right now. But 2020, you know, like up till June, it was just very chaotic. And then after that, it was a whole different, you know, why in the sense that I was reading a lot. Honestly, like if anything, this year, I feel like I've read a lot of books. I've read a lot of articles. I've I've gained a lot of knowledge through just watching random youtube lecture videos so 3am in the morning sometimes even five or six you know like no sleeping patterns at all because you're just locked in your room right at least with the three uh, crazy lockdown months we had like you couldn't go anywhere and I didn't have any you know close friends living in the city because my parents keep shifting but it was honestly now that I look back now that I actually look back at it I feel like it was probably one of the best decisions I've made just being by myself having a notebook right next to me so I can like write down my thoughts no matter how crazy they are or how absurd they are and processing through everything it's like after June I became this more you know instantaneous person like that's what that's what comes to my mind right now to explain it in the sense that I feel like you know whatever happens now I honestly take two minutes to think about it in the present so that I don't have to worry about it in the past. Like, it's definitely, I feel like, a very positive thing. And I don't think everyone talks about it that much. I really don't think people talk about... People talk about mental illnesses, which is really good, but people don't talk about how to get rid of them. Except, you know, for taking the psychiatric model, which is good. I'm not complaining, but I honestly don't think the psychiatric model is any good like you can be depressed for a long period of time and you can be taking antidepressants to you know give you that small boost every day but ultimately it's just you're avoiding it like you know what I'm saying like I don't know why I said you know what I'm saying but (laughs) like you know you would be taking so I look at it in this way right I you you go to a psychiatrist and you're like, oh, I have this problem. And it's not like a therapist that she would talk it out with you, which I feel like is probably the only one model, which is good, therapy. But psychiatric model is more like, I don't know if it is if it is due to the complexities of certain mental disorders that, you know, that they use these models, but I feel like that's definitely not it. Like, you go to a psychiatrist and then they they're like, you know, Or we'll give you benzodiazepines for anxiety or sleeping issues. Or we'll give you, you know, a certain class of drugs like antidepressants if you're, you know, somewhere within the major depressive disorder. And you just take it every day, right? And and you sleep well and you exercise well, which is really good. You should do it. But it's not eliminating the problem. It's aiding the problem to just be numb. Like, you don't think about what you have. And I feel like you should think about what you have. Like, you know, if you're depressed, which is so common, I feel like everyone is depressed, you know, and life is not all rainbows. So you're definitely going to be depressed at one point in your life, like heavily. And there's always, you, see, you know, those seasonal depression and like those waves of depression that come in and out of you, probably every month. The way to, the way to really tackle it is not to be like, oh yeah, I'm depressed, so, you know, just screw everything around me. No, the way to deal with it is actually just to sit down and think for a second. It's literally that simple. And I hate it that people don't emphasize that that much on it, that the way to deal with anything is to literally deal with it. So sit down, think about why you have a certain thing, think about the origins of it, trace it back, you know, all the way back. So what caused me to be depressed? take that nuclei or the that origin and think about it think about it as much as possible but not thinking about it to make you you know feel more and more down like more and more down in general but think about it in a way in a way that you know that if you eliminate this one origin you're not going to feel depressed at all or you'll at least be you know behind it you know like so that was something that i always knew and I feel like this is something that everyone always always knows. But they all just don't care about it. And neither do I, you know. And so this was definitely the one thing in 2020 that I'm pretty... Like, that's like the only lesson I feel like 2020 gave it to me. Is that whatever comes to your... Whatever experience you have. Positive, negative, both. Just think about it. Think. But not, not obsessively think, but like think rationally, you know. And that could mean different things for everyone. But for me, I feel like this works well. But, you know, regardless, I feel like now we have a new year, you know, and there's endless possibilities, you know, endless stuff that we all can just immerse ourselves into. And people make resolutions for this stuff. I just don't believe in making resolutions because I know literally one month in, I, you know, I kill it. I, I don't have any resolution anymore because I literally just did what I was not supposed to. So the way I look at you know these every year 31st night, you now New year resolution thing, is that I just think, you know, whatever happens, if I'm able to consciously experience everything and not repress anything and have a good time. and and be successful in whatever I'm doing, work hard, it's all going to be okay, you know, like, I've seen people make crazy resolutions, which is not bad, which is okay, like, you're determined, but, like, I just feel like you should always start at the most, you know, primitive places, like, some people might have bad habits of bad addictions, let's say, any kind of addictions, you want to kick those off. You can't just kick it off like, you know, oh, so I was just indulging in heavy smoking today and tomorrow I'm just going to quit it. That's not how it happens. You just quit it. You know, that's, that's why you write it. Like, I'm just going to quit it. But there's a whole element of withdrawal and stuff like that that goes, so how are you going to tackle that? You know, it's always good to reflect on every single thing that you write down. Don't just write it down for the sake of feeling good, you know write it down because you really mean it hmm. also what, sh- what else should I reflect on like also, I feel like I want to talk about covid nineteen but I feel like at this point everyone's just so exhausted, which is like completely understandable, but you know people look at the pandemic as as what occurs to humanity and it it is it, it is you know it killed a lot of people and caused a lot of suffering but I don't know some something in me just tells me you know this is gonna like I I don't want another pandemic but something like this you know happens happens in life and it always happens this unexpectedly and this whole crisis situation right we humans are so you know I remember like when I was a kid I used to go to these um United Nations crisis committees and stuff where, you know, they give you, like, absurd, crazy crisis updates, like, oh, yeah, ISIS is going to launch a nuke to your country in the next 30 minutes. What are you going to do about it, you know? And during those years, I was like, this is crazy. Like, this won't ever happen in real life, but it can happen in real life, you know? And so I feel like we should definitely, like, another thing for this year for me would be, like, to really be able to tackle any crisis as it happens and so the real question is like how do you prepare for something you don't even know is coming right i feel like the only way to be able to fully tackle something which you have no idea at what pace is going to come i feel like you should just sit down think okay the crisis happened let's we got an update or something's happening you really think about it, you know. You don't be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go on social media and see what people are talking about." Think about it, you know. Just sit down, be like, "Oh, the cr- the crisis is going on. How do I deal with it?" But deal with it rationally and calmly. That's the key. So, how how can you be so calm about this chaotic thing that just happened, right? You don't know. You never know. And so, one of the things, one of the, let's say, a resolution, quote unquote, right is to definitely be in tune with reality so deeply that whenever there's a abrupt change, that I'm able to somehow consciously get through it. And the reason why I say somehow is that any crisis is going to have a certain level of effect on you or, the, or an effect on people around you, you know. You cannot deny that. But what you can do is that you can think of a way to deal with it that you, you're not completely gone by the end of it. So definitely that. And uh, I've, I've also realized during this year, you know, the whole aspect of friendship, the whole aspect of relationships. Like if you were having a really bad time this year, it's really easy to go back and see who was there for you. And those people who were there for you, they're going to be there for you throughout your lives. And that's how you know it, or at least for a good period of time, you know. And those are the real ones because those people had the balls to sit with you in such a chaotic time with their own neurosis, with their own stuff that was happening to them and people around them. And they were able to sit with you and they were able to empathize with you or sympathize with you to a certain extent. And they were hearing you out. So I I feel like one of the things that happened in 2020 for me was also just realizing who was real, who wasn't. And at this point, I feel like I've done a pretty good job in in realizing that and in maintaining those friendships, because friendships are the best thing that can happen. But you have to be very like, you have to maintain them, you know. You cannot be like, okay, so I have a friend, we'll just go out, you know. That's that's like a social thing. Friendship is more deep, you know. And so you have to maintain these relationships. You have to be there for your friend, for them f- to be there for you. But you have to be there for them in a way that you don't think that, you know, if something happens, they'll be there for me. Like, you don't have that mentality. You're just purely selfless. I don't know, I feel like some. I have this very intuitive, selfless personality which has obviously gotten me in a lot of trouble sometimes but I feel blessed in a way that I'm able to maintain certain relationships and you know and they always speak back to me in the most positive way ever you know so definitely maintaining crucial relationships is something that came out as a result of this crisis and understanding them so one of my roommates I don't know if you guys can hear but they're playing piano amazing that's so cool like if if it's loud enough I let it be the background (laughs) but okay so what else is there to think about I don't think there's anything else well I can't I don't know what else to say I feel like you know this whole deep reflection of this last year is way way too much and I'll probably have thoughts throughout this day today just because I started to think about it. But for now, you know, for everyone listening, uh, thank you so much for tuning in so far to the Naked Dialogue podcast. I sincerely wish you guys a really good, prosperous new year. I wish you guys, you know, experience a lot of stuff, fall in love with life and, you know, just be be Gucci, you know, (laughs) just be happy and, uh, please, you know, uh, being a little, um, promotive here, but please, you know, follow, follow, and like, and subscribe, and stuff like that, uh, the response so far to this podcast has been really good, and I love it, I love creating, dude, I really love creating, and I, if anything, the resolution of this year is to just be creating 24-7, you know, just be getting better at creation through creating 24-7, and, just be able to reflect well, to not repress anything, and to be able to manage you know, crazy things that happen in life well. And not by well, I mean not be super impulsive about, uh, impulsive about things, but you know, just sit down. That's something that I definitely need to work through and that I've identified as a problem within me. So I want to tackle that. And everyone's gonna have their own subjective issues or subjective resolutions. All I urge you to do is to think about them. Just sit down, have a tea, coffee, whatever you want, or maybe no real fixation at all. Just sit down and think. Think and get through it. It's easy. It's only difficult because you view or you deem it as difficult, you know? So, yeah, I think this is it for the this episode. It's pretty... It's only, I don't know, I think 22 minutes or something, which is okay. I wanted it to be a smaller one. I wanted it to be more... Um, you know, personal, as opposed to the other episodes we, we've we had so far, where we had guests and stuff, I wanted this to be a more of a personal stuff, I feel like, you know, people, you know, censor themselves, or people don't think, you know, talking about themselves is a good idea, but I feel like it's, if if at all, you know, just me being this, to a certain extent, open, can Evoke some positivity within the other person. Why not? So, I would also encourage people to be really open-minded when they're approaching new things or complex things in general. You you cannot you know just be like oh this is not this is not okay so I'm not not gonna get into it. You should be like oh something happened. It seems like pretty complex to me and like you know shit like I don't want to do it. But sit down yourself in other person's shoes you know think reality is more crazier than we deem it to be to be very honest like everyone has their own sense of reality how crazy is that everyone on this planet has their own sense of reality they're experiencing everything on a very different tone than you so the only thing that can bring together a series of individualistic people is to have some kind of consensus and that consensus can come out of empathy you know just put yourself in other person's shoes the old saying again you know put yourself in other person's shoes think of think of you know every factors and you'll you'll be able to see through them it's not hard or you'll be able to tre- see through any any sort of complex situation you just have to be patient dude patience is something that i've really learned you know that you know in this world of Highly helpful technology that whatever we need, whenever we need, is pretty much accessible. So we're accustomed to this, you know, living style that everything is super accessible. Maybe it may be information or commodities or anything, you know. But sometimes things are not that accessible. And so we get impulsive or we get, you know, like, oh, too impatient, you know, like, no, and just like, this is not okay. Patience is literally the key you have to be so patient in life for certain things to turn out that way like I've seen people be like you know we're gonna manifest money in 2021 but you gotta work for it dude you have to work for it you know it's literally that so you know wishing everyone a good good um good time this year and also just um I don't even know it what like what should i say at this point but but be safe be rational and um enjoy life you know yeah and i'm signing off here (laughs)